Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or magic being cynical. Muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? Muggins and cream on the podcast supreme coming to lube up your ears like Vaseline. Oh, Gareth's not even here. Why are we rapping? I'm going to be doing idioms. I changed it. That was yeah. season one. That was a, you got a hair on your mic. Do I? Oh, yeah, big hair. That's not my hair. That's a fucking bit of straw. That's <laughs> <laughs> when I was. You know, I remember earlier when I was chewing a stick of straw like a farmer at the front, <laughs> telling anyone that wasn't white to get off my lawn. You on the rocking chair outside the pump station, the petrol station, I did. I said it wrong. Just feeling my knee, being like, ah, winds are coming. <laughs> Giving people warnings, <laughs> cryptic warnings. Anyway, idioms. Um, uh, Muggins never changes his cream. <laughs> Uh, There's no point muggins in over spilled cream. <laughs> you don't have to do more than one, especially if the first one was semi-decent and the second one was fucking horrendous. <laughs> I'm going to burn out real quick. <laughs> uh, we're back uh, for our second episode. This, But this is our first episode where it's just uh, you and moi. Cause yeah. we had, uh, this is going to be a lot of kissing. <laughs> uh, thank you to everyone who listened to... Uh, the last podcast to all our new listeners. Thank you very much uh, for fueling our egos online with all Showering of Showering us with Twitter love. Oh, aye, it was very nice. Oh, I skipped down the street. I didn't have a with a flourish that aye. day. Yeah, so after Kai saw your tweets, he walked into his room and he saw the rope hanging from the ceiling and he went, Not today, old friend. <laughs> <laughs> that still left Matthew Ellis in it. Who's <laughs> <laughs> your old flatmate who's moved out? Yeah, he's in, he's in Israel. No, he's in, um, he's in one of those places that's a name, like Georgia or Chad. <laughs> okay. He's one of those Turkey. Tur- <laughs> I'm sorry. Who do you know that's called Turkey? Turkey McGee. Oh, sorry. Our old friend Turkey McGee and his wife winner winner chicken dinner. <laughs> Which he kept us in him. How you been? I've been. I've been out your sight. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, it's back to that tour shit where we're just doing like, everything together we're just been to the gym together you have been absolutely getting fucking rinsed on Mario Kart I've been getting better see the thing is right <laughs> I, I spent the whole day because actually we haven't spent every day together because you went uh, down south to do the comedy roast battle yeah I did yeah oh yeah yeah I could talk about that I was down um, doing uh, the comedy roast battles which should be in the new year uh, I was on w- against Desiree Birch, who is... Uh, I'd never met her before, and I was really fucking nervous about... Cause it's, it's very hard to roast someone you don't know. If you don't know what the roasts are, it, it's they're very famous in America. They've been going for a few years. It's an old tradition uh, where you... Yeah, like, she's, she's a great girl as well. Like, I'd, I'd met her a few times at the Fringe and just got the vibe that she's a legend. Yeah, like, she, Based on a few meetings. Yeah, so you go on and you, uh, normally roast is like they do Donald Trump or Justin Bieber or whatever. When this one roast battles, it's one-on-one uh, via comic. And it's very hard to roast someone you don't know. I hadn't met Desiree before, and uh, Desiree is a big, beautiful woman of colour. And so the first, when I first got the pairing, but I was like... it was like, a PC minefield, right? It was an absolute PC minefield, and I was very worried because I've watched the roasts since I was about eight or nine years old, so I know they get, You don't mean anything you say, right? It's jokes on appearance, and it's jokes on career, and it's personal jokes, and it's meant to be dark, and it's meant to be brutal. So even though in my head I absolutely knew that, you know, Desiree had heard it all and worse, considering... You know, yeah, she's heard she's heard roast just actual abuse. 
yeah, yeah, not yeah. wrapped up in jokes and the joy of the yeah. occasion. There's nothing I could have, <laughs> yeah. There's nothing I could have said to her that hadn't been shouted at her from a white van, a white man in a white van. Um, but you know, it. I, I was never worried about upsetting her, but I was worried about. Uh, audience members, and I'm very worried when the TV show comes. People being offended on her behalf. Oh, honestly, right? Because I, I, I've seen your uh, jokes, and they're fucking very funny. But you are going to get Twitter abuse off people that just can't see a layer. They can't see layers to what you're talking about. They can't mm. see the irony. They can't see the and they don't, and they just don't understand the, the format. But yeah. no, no, I don't. I, I honestly don't. After doing the show, and Desiree was so great, so I phoned her up beforehand, just being like, uh, "We should talk, you know, beforehand. Just, let's become friends before we do this, because it'll be much easier." And uh, I was just in the very typical white way, just tiptoeing around, being like, so what are your jokes about? And she just went, just to put you at ease, I'm very aware that I'm a fat black woman. And I was like, oh. Me me too. (laughs) (laughs) Just panic, like when you told Conor McGregor you were Irish. Yeah. They asked you if you're Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. What island are you from, Edinburgh? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, she was absolutely uh, brilliant. She had some fucking excellent roasts of me. Which made it more fun because I think we were the only ones when we did it where we're genuinely laughing at each other's jokes. Yeah. Like, well, were other people getting hurt? Oh, yeah. Really? I, w- I will not mention oh, names. Oh, what a bunch the, of pussies. That's the problem with people. And, and that, makes it so much, that makes it so much fucking worse. The reason I don't think I'll get any uh, Twitter abuse because even though, obviously, I made uh, jokes uh, with race in it, it was, I was never making fun of race itself. You know, you can talk about race without making fun of it. I was never belittling race. It was just mentioning it in a way. So I think I'm safe. And also, I am bulletproof in the sense that none of the jokes were aimed at anyone other than Desiree. So therefore, nobody right. is allowed to be offended by anything I said. Yeah, because you were very Desiree-specific. It was very Desiree. It was, it was the roast of Desiree. If yeah. anyone gets offended by it, yeah. utter, utter fucking morons. But yeah, white people are going to be mad at her on your behalf. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but also our friend Elliot Steele is going to be on the against his, dad. against his dad against Mark Steele yeah. um, which will be a fucking great one I, I battle rapped Elliot Steele in the fringe yes you did and you beat him and you battle rapped Nick Cody I did and I lost the battle rap because I was winning up until the last verse and then I talked about how much money I had <laughs> <laughs> but the only reason I yeah, audi- audiences don't like that no but the reason I did it because it's a battle rap but listen yeah, to any and you were like hammering on you were wearing a big fucking like Fair coat, yeah. Like, I was playing four, the four fair like, coat. Don't get me wrong, I can understand how off putting it was in hindsight, but I was like, I'm wearing a big fur coat, I'm wearing sunglasses, I'm yeah. battle rapping one of my yeah, best friends. Arrogantly rapping against Cody. Of course, it's two of us are just two of the most on stage arrogant motherfuckers. I've got to play up to the bit. Yeah. It's my excuse for the words I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with fucking his slams on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Destroyed you. <laughs> oh, but that's the other thing, like, which was great about roasting uh, Desiree. It's the thing I really wanted to put to her. I was like, there is nothing you can say that will upset me. That I've, like, there's no, because I, I know none of it's personal. And it was the same thing um, during the battle with Nick Cody. He fo- this is so sweet of him. He phoned my mum to ask her if he could do jokes about my dead sister. Oh, my God. <laughs> and my mum was just like, yeah. Daniel's done like 25 what are you t- he's done <laughs> yeah. 25 isn't it? yeah when, when you do because that's funny that, that that topic is one that would be like an absolute stay away from like don't mention that but the fact that you did a show about it I just that, that, that made you present it to people as something that gets yeah, used on yeah, roasts yeah, if, yeah, if I've, yeah that's a very good point yeah because I've joked about it and you know, you've offered it to the public for I've offered it to the public and the same thing you know uh, uh, Desiree in her stand up talks yeah. about the fact that she used to be a dominatrix she talks about you know the issues of being a fucking American woman of colour differences over there and over here so it's all stuff that is uh, out in the open um, is that the PC term now woman of colour 
I, th- I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure how, like, um, it's, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Like, well, you I can say he, something with, like, absolutely zero, like, animosity, or, but, uh, but you're just like, oh, am I saying the right word? Yeah, I, I, I to this day, uh, still do not know all the correct words for, for vagina for trans <laughs> <laughs> no I know can't clunge nin, nin. gooter nin <laughs> uh, for trans because there's obviously so many different types of trans there's transsexual which is I think when you this is how stupid when you make the change transgender is just when you dress different and Transvest, I think, is just offensive now. Can you just say tranny and be vague? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one hundred percent not. But that's but that's the thing. Like, is it the, the women of color and and person of color? Is uh, I mean, oh my god, I guarantee in five years' time, if I say women of color, they'll be like, why don't you just say person of color? Why don't you see gender? It's like I'm t- I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to paint a picture here. Yeah. It's like I've always been like a like a big supporter of LGBTQ forward uh, slash yeah and then they uh, keep apostrophe the, the, you just go uh, they've changed it but they have done the good thing it's LGBT plus which I understand if you're one of the pluses you're like also why, ran yeah why am I not in there because like, at the moment it's just turning into a very difficult hand of Scrabble hey you know um, this is a conversation we had um, just in general so let's talk about it on the podcast you know I was saying like um, it with the transgender uh, like I, I don't know anything about it, nor do I need to know anything about it. It's not my business. It's like yeah. completely out of my field of what I need to know. What I need, so it's nothing to do with yeah. it. But the one, the one place it is uh, part of your um, part of your deal is when they start talking about the toilets are male or female. Yeah. When male and female isn't the only two genders. When mm-hmm. genders a spectrum and should it be male and female? And I'm like, oh, I like, I genuinely don't care. I could be pissed at the urinal, right? And a fucking uh, a woman could walk by and go in the cubicle, and I wouldn't bat an eyelid. Yeah, who right? gives a shit? I just, I take. Oh, well, she does. Because she's got a cubicle. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, and I've been there at the urinal before when a woman's walked in. And I've seen her in the mirror, right? And I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm at the wrong toilets." And I'm like, "I'm at the urinal." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, sorry." Yeah. Um, You're just like, so, "Oh no, hold on, this is a tampon bit." So now that um, it's like, "Oh no, I'm being brought into this discussion because mm. the toilet I use is," so people might mm. want to know my opinion yeah. as a toilet user. Yeah. Um, he has my opinion on the toilet use, right? Change it from male and female. It doesn't need to be male and female, right? You have this door is for people who have got cocks, and this door is for people who don't have cocks, right? And the people with with cocks can go through and use urinals or whatever, yeah. right? And the people without cocks can go in the really well kept city down area, yeah. right? Because men don't keep. People with cocks don't keep the toilet seats that clean. Oh, yeah, because if the rails are full, you go in and you start peeing stood up and there's a little bit of splashing around, right? right. So for hygiene purposes, if you're going to piss standing up with a cock, get in that one. Right. If you're going to sit down with a uh, uh, fanny. No, no, I think if you're... No, no, because that, that would be the only part of this I disagree with you, is if you're going to sit down and pee... I, the, the thing is, the difference, the hard thing there, and again, we're fully aware that we're two straight, white, non-trans men discussing this, and we're ignorant as fuck, but the whole podcast is ignorant. Get on board. Uh, I think the only problem is you'll have people who identify as a woman fully but uh, can't afford the very expensive... Aye, but trin- then they're a woman with a cock having a piss. Yeah, but just, why can they not just go on the... T- why are you saying they can't go in the cubicle then? Well, they can. All right, they but can. just go in the stand-up cock one. So you've got cock toilet... Yeah. Right, Cox. This, this is like this isn't a spectrum. Look down. I've got. A, I mean, it's a spectrum if you consider sizes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if you've got a cock, 
that one because you're going to be doing a bit of standing up when you're pissing a few people are I right? think the way you want to actually pitch this is like if you're comfortable standing up with your dick and pissing in a urinal that's absolute for you everything else is cubicle and it's a free for all who gives a shit yeah. like, what about standing up and sitting down st- are you going for a stand up that one are you going for a sit down st- that one st- yeah that's way better because that's non-gender standing up and sitting down is the way it should be there's your standing up toilet there's your sitting down toilet because you can have a sticky outie and still have a sitting downy. you can't have a sticky inny and have a standing uppy. you can you can <laughs> <laughs> who am I to tell you how to live your life hold on one more time <laughs> right <laughs> Right. If you've got a sticky outie and you want to do a standy up, you could do it over there. If you've got a sticky innie or a sticky outie, but you want to do a city downy, you can do it in there. And if you've got a sticky innie, but you want to do a standy up, <laughs> like, fair <laughs> play to you. Do it anywhere. <laughs> do it anywhere. You don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> don't even go to the toilet. Do it at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there we go. I think, I think two straight white men just solved, solved all the problems the of yep. an issue that doesn't affect us. Yep. You're welcome, society. Mm-hmm. Next, race. <laughs> Where do they be? No. <laughs> oh. But that's the thing. Like, I've, I have always said that. Like, I like to talk about, uh, especially when we do work in progress shows, which we did last night, I'm very aware that a lot of my opinions on a lot of things are very fucking ignorant. And the, the best way I find to get over ignorance is to talk about it, is to open up the discussion. And even though stand-up isn't necessarily opening the discussion, the thing I like about work in progress is I can go out there with the thoughts I have in my head and just sort of say them and I can tell from the audience's reaction how ignorant what I'm saying is and but then by ask by the tutting yeah, <laughs> well, the but just by the laughs like if they feel uncomfortable I'm like right clearly I don't know I know which bits to like research more and ask so I'm like what's making you uncomfortable with this but I find like and I under, you know I don't understand how much annoying it must be for you know uh, gay, bi, trans people and women as well when people like us were like I'm ignorant on the subject can you explain it to me and they're like it's not my fucking job to explain it to you and you're like I know it's not your job but I'm I'm going to be ignorant until I get taught yeah, otherwise. it's nice to try and understand each other like I don't get offended if like uh, there's a feminist podcast talking about white men or whatever mm. like I'm I'm happy for you guys to try and figure that out you've never been a white man Aye. but you can talk about it but let me tell you ladies it's fucking easy it's hell uh, <laughs> I'm sorry like I'm actually apologetic about yeah, it yeah yeah okay. yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's real. apologetic about it. I was just like, oh, it's like whenever I talk to uh, Jean or uh, my mum, or just and they just mention things that, that you know, my mum goes, uh, she does conferences for the UN, and the gender ratio is way fucked. And when she gets them to this conference, people will talk over her, or they'll try and people who are not in her field will offer her information on her field. And she's like, I'm literally the fucking leading expert in this. <laughs> yeah. Like Jean's got times when she, you know, would walk home from work and she's like, oh, some guy just followed me for like five and minutes and kept around, and that. That level is a, never occurs to me. And you just go. Natalie spat that dummy out of the fucking cat caller in London because it was uh, like seven o'clock in the morning. She's walking to the tube to work, and some guy starts like sh- fucking shouting over and asking for a number and shit. Like that. And she's like, "It's seven in the morning." This is either I'm going to work and I'm clearly busy, or this is a walk of shame and I'm done. Do <laughs> <laughs> like, you think I'm on the pole right now? <laughs> He's got a fucking hail mary. Right, there's just yeah that side of things. There's so many. 
Uh, and the way I sort of learned it, uh, no, and I know that this is an ignorant thing as well. But you know, if I was walking fucking work and right. some girl was like shouting at me, I would walk with such a flourish. Yeah. I'd be like fucking baby drive everywhere. Fucking, I was getting hit on. But that's yeah. the privilege of being a man because I don't feel threatened by. Yeah, that. there's not a threat. I yeah. can just be like, I fucking got it. Yeah, you know, I'm not like, oh god, I'm in danger. Yeah, and that's that's the problem with like when a lot of guys think about like being like, like uh, I've got a bit, semi bit about this in my uh, show, but it's like. How dumb sometimes guys' logic is when it like when they're trying to understand from a woman's perspective. They don't understand it from the woman's perspective. They just put themselves in the woman's shoes with the guys. It's like, man, why don't women like getting sent dicks randomly? See if I got sent a random picture of a pussy, I'd be thrilled. You're like, it's not the same connotations. Yeah, they're not threatening to put it inside. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. Like a woman sending you an unsolicited vagina pic is her being like, hey, this is free when you want it. Whereas a guy's a dick is a very penetrating thing. It's like I've got this. Yeah. Let me stick my outie in your innie. Like it's just, it's, yeah. And that's one thing. Like I think is a way to. Hey, did I tell you, I found a dick pic. What? I found a dick pic when I was on Natalie's phone. On the, no, no, and uh, on the floor. Well, <laughs> when I was younger, I was walking along, right? Wait, so not on a phone? Oh, no, no, like fucking pre-Nokia. Like, we were on about Nokia time. <laughs> Who sent the dick pics on Nokia? Exactly, nobody. <laughs> no, just an eight, no, right? No. no, an eight, and then depending on how big your dick is, a bunch of equal signs, yeah. and then a capital <laughs> then a D. D. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just texts back, and then she just texts back with uh, 5318. Double O eight, and you're like, "What's this?" And she goes, "Turn it upside down." And you're like, "Oh, boobies." Oh, <laughs> um, and then for a woman, it's open parentheses, and how, depending on the width of your vagina, how many spaces in between. <laughs> depending on how many watts, how many dots. <laughs> um, picked up on the floor. There was a Polaroid camera picture. I was like, "Oh, what's this?" Oh, it's a cock. <laughs> So you didn't know whose cock it was? No, I didn't, <laughs> didn't recognise it. <laughs> you know, it's weird. When I Did dropped it, I started walking faster. I tried to put my, some distance between myself and it. As if it was going to chase you. I think it's going to claim out. Do you know, were you worried that it was going to be like one of those haunted photos and stuff? Like when you just start looking at other photos, there's, there's just dick is coming in the background or whatnot. Like you know how in horror movies it's like they look at a photo and it's of a house and then they look again and then it's a face in one of the windows. <laughs> right, and then they look back and the face is gone. <laughs> you just start looking at all the old like pic- haunted, haunted <laughs> picture. A cock has been following us around everywhere. Or did you just feel like uh, Cinderella? Sorry, for Cinderella, just going around <laughs> trying to measure the dick with all the other ones. Yeah. Whose whose pussy does this fit? In? You know what uh, we genuine worry was, right? When I picked it up, like, chlamydia. No, the person that last held this, it was touching his cock. <laughs> it's like oh, I'm just fucking rubbing my hands on my jeans as I'm walking down the street. Man, oh, that, walking. That did you? Did people say? I guess they did. Like they must have, because I, I know it's such a hack joke to be like, "Oh, I remember back in my day, if we wanted to do dick pics, we had to draw cave paints and dicks, or we had to, oh, we had get to a go, sketch. go and knock on the girl's door and give it to my dad. Right. <laughs> See who he give this to your daughter. Uh, or if you like it, you can keep it, sir. Um, but that is a thing. Like I, they totally did do about that back in the day, like taking like Polaroids and naughty things um, of each other, which is like way more. Risky, I reckon. Like, do you know, remember that whole bit in a uh, train spotting where he borrowed the VHS and they recorded over like match of the day with a self porno. Yeah, like you could totally stumble across things of your mates fucking back in the day, or your mates barred, or your mate with his fucking knob. Because out. there's an actual 
a thing with it on. Yeah, yeah. It's in a place. You had to have an actual hiding space, whereas obviously, yeah. I mean, whenever I've sent a dick pic, I delete it immediately afterwards because I'm not. I was, I was talking to a friend, a comedian who, I can't remember the name, and if I could, I probably couldn't name them anyway, but uh, played the played the fucking uh, holiday porn on video. Uh, is the holiday video to that family. Like, oh, oh these are the f- footage from the thing, and press play, and fucking uh, video of them fucking come up, and he's like, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> God. Fucking family running around. Fucking, I didn't, didn't expect to see that video. <laughs> Oh, that can never that can never happen now. You see, like you can saying that though. Fucking no, sometimes, no. sometimes I'll hand like uh, I'll show my mum a picture on my phone, yeah. and my mum will start like scrolling through the pictures. You're and like, like, oh, you're braver than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so I. Had hey, some do, you know, do you know one day when I was um, when I was single? I have to put that caveat on. Right. In case anyone thinks it was just the other week, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I got sent some nudes of a girl, and um, one for two later, like after we, like, we weren't texting so much no mm. more, she asked for them back so she could send them to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, hey, we've got them pictures. And I'm like, I sure. <laughs> we can send them do, do you know that was probably a test like, yeah. for her to find out if you were a scumbag and hadn't deleted them? You meant to delete them? Yes! I've deleted them now. Yeah, obviously. No, you bet. That's uh, it's like one of those. But it was still like it was still fairly recent. Like it was, oh, okay. wasn't that long since I had them. No. Like what's what's the what's like? Because not like we fell out or anything. Uh, aye, but like I just I always this is the thing where I put myself in there. It's if I've broken up with a girl or we've stopped seeing each other and it's on good terms and stuff. That you never want to send the message, but I'm like, like just have the decency to delete that. That's not your dick anymore. Yeah. Like you don't get to look at it whenever you want. I mean, you can like if you want to see it again. Like, yeah, I just assume as well they probably don't really want it. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's the yeah. that's the thing I've always uh, like when it comes to the fucking discussion about dick pics. You always get the prudes on both sides. This is this isn't like and I mean prude specifically. Women people like oh god, who would want like a picture of a dick? You're like there are people, there are people. I was that I thought that for years. I was like oh I'm never gonna say a dick because who would want a picture of a dick? And then a girl I dated like four years ago. She was like I uh, I love it. Like it's a obviously it's a massive turn on, like and I was like ah oh. and then you start doing it and it's a fucking it's a deep hole that she sent back. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Oh uh, right, before we go into anything else, I just wanted to just ask a little question. So you went to Ibiza. Yeah. A week ago uh-huh. to check out your lovely little wedding venue, didn't yeah, you? It's fucking amazing. Yeah, is it good? It's fucking incredible. I we've got um it it's at this like um hotel, but we've got this like area, this dining area which will dominate like the our whole party will be there, but it's got its own exclusive beach. So we've got um. like a cove beach and the aisle that goes down at the beach it will be the aisle. Like, right. the, the walkway, the wooden walkway. So and hopefully it won't rain. Um uh, however, uh we thought it was like hundred and fifty. Aye. It's ninety. I've got a fucking swing of cruel axe. Oh, yeah. You know, you say me through this, and that must be like the... That's, that's my biggest... Because this is the thing, right? You'll go, like, with 150, you can go, oh, let's invite all of these people and their partners, right? And you get it out to, like... I think we had, like, we had it less than 150 on this, like, provisional list. And it was like, no, it's not getting political now. But then you start going through, going, well, we know them as a couple, but we don't really know their girlfriend, or they've only been going out a year, so it's like, if they're new to our life, we can't, like, bring them and have someone that we've known for years not coming. And you start, like, fucking ranking your friends, and it's gross. Oh, it must be it's the, the yeah. fucking gross part of the, part of the proceedings, like... Aye. 
I just like. It's like I, the same with best men as well. I had to fucking put so much time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, just me and my co, co, well, second in charge, best man. He's a both joined first. Nah, yeah. I w- I got given the thing first, so I'm first in line. It's a lineage thing. I sent him flowers. Oh, I I got a fucking trolley token. Who's the real? One? <laughs> <laughs> so you just left a line round. No, because well. it, it no, because it fell off, right? Because honestly, during the fringe, I lost my keys, and I was genuinely heartbroken because it's got the trolley token on it and the best muggle thing. And then uh, then I got, had it back. For any new listeners, I uh, proposed to him with a trolley token. Oh, and one of the episodes asked me to be his best man because in and episode I can't, one, the first muggle thing was well, having a trolley token. And when the keys one. got handed back in, someone had nicked the best muggle bit off of it. Oh no! I know. It's gone. Aye. Forever. I mean, unless... We're going to have to get back to Timpsons. <laughs> Is that where you got it from? I just engraved it at Timpsons. I there. just thought you did it yourself. You had the fucking decency to make Natalie her own ring, but I guess I'm fucking... <laughs> some back in the shop today. Still got it. Who's your favourite? <laughs> <laughs> still got someone to make it. Uh, yeah, so I also like the fact that you were having the chat with Natalie, because obviously it's in Ibiza, and obviously a lot of your friends are... Uh, for want of a worse word, legends. For want of a better word, utter fucking reprobates. <laughs> <laughs> and Natalie's there being like... Because it's also a late dinner, is it not? Is it not like... Yeah, it's like um, five o'clock ceremony, seven or nine dinner. I'm going to be wrecked. Like one at the hotel. I'm going to be... And then back to whichever villas. I'm going to be mo- I'm going to be absolutely minted. <laughs> so yeah, Natalie said it was just like, oh, because it's, uh, it's unlimited drinks with your meal. It's right. not like, you know, how sometimes they'll put like a bottle of Karma, a bottle of uh, rosé, yeah. like uh, red wine or whatever. How does she expect me to go through the whole day and not drink? Like, I'm just going to fucking stand there and watch my soulmate, like, marry Kai. She's <laughs> 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 like, I'm not going to have to drink through it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, it's not like they put a couple of bottles per table. Like, you'd never know how much you're drinking because before you finish your glass, they'll top you up and they're very clear about that. It was one of the selling points, right? Yeah. And then after that, there's a two-hour free mojito bar, which I think they're going to need more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, even with, the, even with the filling up, I'm like, you better get someone to follow my mum around. <laughs> like, yeah. this, my, the, during the whole fringe, I went to a wedding during the fringe uh, to my uh, cousin, Andrew, and his uh, now wife, uh, Gina's wedding. Uh, and it was absolutely fucking excellent. Now, during that fringe, I drank pretty much 90% of the nights with hardened, seasoned comedians, promoters, agents, and bar staff. And I was occasionally hungover, right? So I, I went to one wedding with my mum's side of the family, and it fucking ruined me beyond belief. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, it was genuinely a worse hangover than I had in Ibiza. Oh, no. There was one and point. that was with just alcohol as well. Yeah, I think it, I think just alcohol messes me up more than anything. It's almost like if you add something into the mix, it like creates this like equilibrium. Right. Like it'll pull you back into consciousness a little bit. I was put at the ki- alertness. I was put at the kids' table at the we- at the wedding, right? And the kids' table is me, uh, my cousin Ailey, who is now uh, she's nineteen, uh, Matthew, my, and my two other brother, uh, my, one other brother, and her sister, and a bunch of other cousins. So between the ages of fifteen and like. 19 so some of Everyone's the drinking. but it's a, but this is the kids table right the kids table with me on it because I'm not I don't want to talk to my auntie I want to talk to my fucking cousins and my brothers they've got better banner and they're more related you so, talk about computer games yeah we, we, we drank more than all the adult tables it is oh it was a real fucking heinous thing yeah my brother was sitting there being like I don't like wine I was like right you're about to learn within the next 10 minutes uh, you don't like beer I don't like beer but I'm at the stage now where I don't need to like beer because I like everything else like beer is such a like there's some points, don't get me wrong. Like we're in, when we're in like Belgium and Germany and stuff, and like 
uh, and it's real like crap and it's made there I'm like oh god I really wish I did enjoy that so I could get the enjoyment out of it but for the rest of the time I'm like it's the worst thing to drink constantly when you're trying to get into shape or stay in shape yeah, on tour it, it, is, it is bad for yeah, physique but it is good for like flowing it flows good you buy a drink and you've got it for a little bit longer then you'll have like a little mix up oh, but I feel like I get that with cider though and and you can have like a fair few of them before you get sick of them. Mm. You can have like up to ten pints, and you like, you st- and then it, it, you start getting to the point now where you're like, I think I'm gonna have to move off pints. All right. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, sorry, the point was uh, Natalie had said, um, "Will you let everyone know not to get too messed up before dinner because there's gonna be unlimited drinks from like fucking seven or like eleven, right. right?" And uh, I was like. I don't need to teach me mates how to sesh. Yeah, like, I don't need to give them little pre warnings of like, because like I've I've partied with like some of you dudes for like four days straight. Yeah, you aren't gonna get wrote off by. Yeah, there's not a, a couple chance. hours of free yeah, bar. Don't get me wrong, and I will be absolutely. And the other thing is, if anybody falls by the wayside. It ends up in the bed, in bed early or whatever. Fucking more fool them. Yeah, Laugh at them. Yeah, don't be. You don't. Yeah, you're not gonna. Fuck, can you slow down your shit face? It's like your shit face. Go to bed. Yeah, like, you fuck you. Fuck it. You got a truth. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> manage you are. Um, should we go into our first game? Yeah. So one thing we did enjoy is uh, somebody uh, in the on the on the Twitter uh, mentioned uh, something. We used to play a lot more games than just Muggle Corner and uh, Dad jokes. Uh, then we just got a bit lazy and stuck to those two because they were the fan favourites. But it turns out there were actually some other fan favourites. So we're bringing one of them back now, and that is uh, this isn't True Lies. What's this called? Um, I don't know. Because True, True Lies is there. It's where you tell someone a lie that sounds like a truth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we can just call this. Uh, Truth or false? Because <laughs> of your truth. Uh, no. For those of you who don't get the truth reference, it's Scottish for dry mouth truth, and it's just and a funny thing. Daddy got rushed into hospital with a truth. Mate, I didn't know. You, you woke us up at a music festival? Like you were fucking hammering on I my I had tent. stomach ulcers. I don't know if I tend to had to claim over all the women and be like, what's wrong? And like, oh, it's me truth. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and then, and then I, correct me if I'm wrong, I got you in the car, Aye. hung over. I drove you to the nearest hospital, the festival, in the the um, the doctor put like these uh, wooden stick. <laughs> it's already wrong on your tongue. <laughs> it's already and wrong. Go on, as dry as a bone. <laughs> it's a wooden stick, of course. And, and he, he wrote you yeah, a prescription for a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did do that, but along with the medicine to fix my stomach ulcers. <laughs> And then a glass and we in the medical tent. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get fuck off. That's an app. Walk you there. Slanderous lies. Hand and walk you to the medical tent so you can get your truth fixed. But this is one where we uh, have three, we say three things about yourself. All three can be true. None of them can be true. It's up to the other person to work out which are true and which are false. So I'll go first. I was uh, I was the first kid to get detention in my primary school in over fifty years, and I wasn't even there for the incident. I came second in the Thurzel Halloween costume competition for dressing up as Harry Potter. And I've accidentally came to gay porn. Right. <laughs> so these are the things, right? So the first one is um, you got put on detention. Aye. The first person to be on detention in 50 years. What kind of fucking pussy school are you on? Aye. Like, fuck, man. If I, I, I was in detention every week, right? Every week, without Aye. fail. Because uh, it was latenesses. Three latenesses in a week. Aye. And you get it. I, I was in uh, control. Right? Like, I th- and you get put on detention on the Friday, and I was in a classroom full of people as if it was just a regular class. Was Ross Noble's mum? Oh, was she, she in detention? <laughs> yeah, she was a naughty, naughty girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anne Noble was my teacher. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I ended up on detention a lot, right? I can't understand. That. I think that's the part of it, that's the lie, is that you're the first one in 50 years. The incident that you weren't there, maybe you got put on detention for an incident where you weren't there. Because if I was, like, getting caught doing something at school and I knew you, I'd be like, oh, it was Daniel Sloss. <laughs> And the teachers would be like, the little snake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second one, you come third in a Halloween. Second. Second. <laughs> you come second in a costume competition, just as Harry Potter. Right. You didn't even know there was a costume competition. You were just coming back from the <laughs> cinema. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, new listeners, Daniel dressed as Harry Potter to go to the Harry Potter film, thinking uh, it was fancy dress, and he was the only one. <laughs> uh, so I thought it was fancy dress, but I was a big fan of the Harry Potter books. And I remember when they premiered in America I remember watching all the stuff in the news and loads of people had gone there dressed as all the characters for Harry Potter it was like proper cosplay shit everyone was dressed up I was like that looks mint and the dumb 11 year old me was like fucking Dunfermline's gonna do the same oh my god oh, put oh, a lightning oh. tattoo on his head fucking actual tattoo as well still there <laughs> yeah. you know um, when Harry Potter came out uh, everybody thought I'd come dressed as Dobby but I was just wearing my best gear <laughs> <laughs> Somebody give you a sock and you were like, finally, I'm free. <laughs> I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second one I can believe. First one I think is a lie. Third one was... I accidentally came to gay, gay porn. I accidentally came to gay porn. You know what happened to me once, right? I was watching Channel 5 because we didn't have the internet when I was a boy. <laughs> You did, you had to dial up, but you had to fucking wait for it. You couldn't really get a video. You got, I used to sometimes get images of Nell McAndrew on my Dreamcast. <laughs> that is the saddest sentence. <laughs> I think that's been said in this podcast for a long time. <laughs> so, uh, Channel 5. Honestly, somewhere. <laughs> honestly, just somewhere in the world, Nell McAndrew's tits just started burning. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I was watching Channel 5, parents are in bed and all that, having a snipe, I wank. <laughs> in a, I'm sorry, a what? A snipe, I wank, like a quiet one, trying not to wake anyone. Oh, I just thought you meant like pre- precision from a distance. <laughs> trying to hit them. <laughs> in a ghillie suit. <laughs> <coughs> so there was this um, thing on where there was these two lads and they picked up this girl that was hitchhiking and the girl was like flirtatious and stuff and these lads were just like young boys and they're just like, I think, I think we're in here. Mm. Like, and, um, they end up in this motel and they start kissing her and she's like kissing the back and she's in between them, right? And I'm just like, right, this is my moment. Because you got you can't rewind Channel 5, like. They know a skybox. No. Fucking poor. Right? So I'm fucking trying to time it for like, it's not, it's not even going to be hardcore, right? You get boobs at best. And I'm just trying to pick the moment before the fucking scene changes and it's something else and I'm just sat there with my dick with wondering what to do. Watching match of the day. So uh, they're like, you know, and all that guy, I do it in her bra and I'm like, oh, I'm about to see some titty. And then they're just like, Went past her and started kissing each other, and she just kind of leaned back, and it was just two dudes kissing. And I was like, "Well, <laughs> that's enough of that, boys." <laughs> she you shouldn't still be hard. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it's, it's plausible. The, the, the scene can change real quick. I think that's true. All right. So you think the first one's? I think the first one's a lie because you can't be the first one in fifty years on detention. Aye. You think the second one, the That's Harry Potter... true, second Harry Potter, the second and the Halloween costume. And you think the third one... You, ha- you really commit to it if you've done a Halloween costume, you wouldn't just like, throw something together. Uh-uh. And you think the third one that I've come to gay po- accidentally come to gay porn yeah, is true? Yeah. Right, you're wrong on all three. Oh, really? Yeah, as I was the first person in 50... East Wings was a very small school, there was less than 100 pupils in it, and uh, it's just like... And, like, there's no people... There's no late... Like, everyone lives two minutes from the school, like, it's not... 
Nobody's getting buses. So, uh, 100 people in the school, so that's like all three or four years? Seven years. Seven years of school, 100 yeah. people, all, yeah. so one class per year. Yeah. So, it's not like you had population groups. You didn't no, have, like, no, no, no. Prim- primary one was like 15 pupils. Pro- My sh- class all through the years was uh, 20 pupils. Shit, we had school populations. Oh, so there'd be like four classes in each population and then four would compete against each other in like the sporting events we got and the people in the other population had a different dinner it was like you didn't even know them cunts a different dinner you mean like a different meal or just no no I like we'd get like uh, 12 to 1 they'd get 1 or 2 or something. so proper like Bogwarts is that what that's like well just like Hogwarts but yeah but you like guys are Hogwarts scum. had like four other classes four other house groups like oh, Snugglepuff no. and <laughs> 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 slip it in uh, <laughs> <laughs> Griffin Geesmore. Um, uh, snuggle. <laughs> snuggle puffing, slipping in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was basically, I was uh, I was the alleged ringleader of the group. And what that meant was, of, of the 10 boys, like, I was the one that was the uh, captain of, like, the football team because I was the best at football, the which isn't country. hard when there's 20 people. God, if, then, you're the, if you're the mad country at school, like... And then there was one kid that uh, I was away, I was off sick, and uh, the next day at the football, one of the boys who was un- under my charge kicked the bully kid ball over the fence, and, uh, and, and he started crying and stuff, and they bullied him a bit, and then I came back, and the next day, and they're like, you facilitated this. I was like, I was spewing. <laughs> <laughs> you always spewing, you're like, what? <laughs> uh, the second one is false, because I actually came first. I had to, can't believe you doubted me. I obviously came first as the Harry Potter. Well, you c- I didn't come second, came first. I came first as uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. That's well, what I was going to think as well, who came who <laughs> first. And uh, the gay porn one isn't me, it was my friend uh, Alistair, not the one you know, the other one. Well, that was in the porn? No, uh, the <laughs> he was just he was just telling me that um, he was just watching anal porn and was really loved it. It was like that is a fucking that is a stellar ass getting pounded. Then and he came and then just when he was doing clean up, he looked up and then they finally pulled out. It was two guys. What? He got mixed. <laughs> he got punked. Yeah, he was just like, uh, like it's fine. No, that's unlucky. No, you know it is. Do what you do. Right, these are my uh, <laughs> my three. Uh, I used to keep notches on my bedpost. <coughs> Every time I got laid, I scratched a line into a five-bar gate on my headboard. <laughs> That's number one. I've <laughs> seen your headboard and there's no notches in it, so true. <laughs> <laughs> number two, I used to climb up my bedroom window onto the coal house roof and then into my neighbour's bedroom window when he was uh, out and make small adjustments to his furniture. I've done that with Rouge. And then uh, this is the third one. I went to the school nurse with a girl out my class and told the nurse that the girl was pregnant and we took our guidance and counsel uh, when we hadn't so much just kissed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first one, notch in the bed pose, I don't think that's true. And if it is, absolute shame on you. <laughs> that's not, like, I can understand if you're like young, right, and you've heard the phrase all your life, like, notched on the bed pose, but I think there comes a time when you're intelligent you're like, oh, it's just a turn of phrase. You just don't mean that. <laughs> and if you didn't work that out, you're the thickest cunt bastard. <laughs> like it's real. Like what is one one of the bed poses is about the same you've had sex, and the other one is wanked. And because that one's wanked, there's none of it left. It's just the knobs down on the floor, like a fucking overly licked gobstopper. <laughs> I think that's false. I think the second one, I've got questions. So you're claiming it was Rouge's house? No, no, because Rouge was the second door down from me. So uh, there's a house in between where, and uh, me and him used to get out my bedroom onto the coal house, and then you can get it. What adjustments were you making? 
huh? Just like turning the furniture, like fucking move the the, the chair in his fucking back bedroom or mm-hmm. on the side, change the ornaments. Just like little things that he might like. Look, there was an old man that lived on his own. Oh, so, cheek, I hope this isn't true. <laughs> he would have at his party. Right. So he would have just looked and went, oh, that's weird, that was fisting at me. <laughs> yeah, I just like to think you had Poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the third one was uh, no 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 it's Poltergoose unless there's more than four of them <laughs> Poltergooses <laughs> and uh, the third one was the third one was I went to the school nurse with a girl out of my class and uh, we told the nurse that she was pregnant and we were like worried about telling that's her that's 100% true I think so so what you've got first one is false I hope second one is false I hope and the third one's true. The third one's true, right? So the first one I did used to keep notches on my headboard. Oh, no! <laughs> I, was, I was like, I, I lost my virginity with teens. Like, oh, my God, we made, we made Callum used to try, like, fuck, try and get laid before we turned 16. It was just, like, a mission. Right. It was like, we've got to have sex before we're 16. We fucking got anywhere. <laughs> Kissed a couple of chicks. Like, right. <laughs> um, so I got laid when I was 16. I was, like, dead proud. And I just fucking got home, like, fucking cocky as shit. Like, so, wait, wait, you fucked her, but not even in the bed? Oh, do you not know what happened? No? no, no, I was with my virginity in the shed. Oh, I think so. Tell oh, me. So I, um, I waited for my mum and dad to take my sister to the cinema. So surely you're not. She should have been in the shed. Shed post. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> in the coal house. So oh, my. What? I, the coal house, we didn't like, keep calling it because of the gas fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this is the most Newcastle thing but I've like, ever heard. Bicycles and that and lawnmower. <laughs> move them along. <laughs> Rooster's uh, in the garden now on the grass. He didn't even want the shed because it's like I was day in the wilderness. Why didn't you just give him the fucking lawnmower while you're busy? <laughs> <laughs> while you're out there, he's already ploughing something. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, Rouge, Rouge's bit, my bit. We were uh, hanging around the street, just drinking tennies, waiting for my mum and dad to take my sister to the cinema. We see the car that going down the street. Where are they taking your sister to the cinema, not you? Because she's six years younger than me. She was ten. Right. I was 16 I was just fucking getting pussy <laughs> <laughs> Okay, keep going so, uh, I mean, had been late a few times He's younger than me, he was 15 at the time <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 14 actually, he's a fucking legend <laughs> I'm a fucking beard though <laughs> I always get laid with a beard when you're 14 right. <laughs> I wouldn't know <laughs> So uh Fucking get to the house, get out of my pockets and didn't have a key. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you which key I did have. Coal house. <laughs> Picked up the wrong keys. <laughs> so I uh, went in the coal house and then I uh, got in that when my mum and dad got back from the cinema. I just went straight upstairs and fucking put a little scratch in the head post So sad. Kept it up for a few times. And uh, they just like. You don't so get to. So I was that girl for like a, f- a few layers, right? Mm. And then I had like a massive drought. And then I remember where I got with this girl, and I was about to bring her back to me. So I was like, fuck, the fucking headboard's got notches in <laughs> Like four. Like I hadn't even getting the scratch through the middle. <laughs> wait, then, wait. So you did it for each time you had sex, not each different person? No, each time, because I was just a kid, man. I was 16. As a, as a boy. And then, like, uh, to, like when I was about like, fucking 17, I mm. got this girl who I ended up going out with for a long time, for like mm. five years. And when she was coming back to me, I was like, fuck, I've got to get in the head and, like, fucking scribble it out. Before she sees it. Right. Uh, for, for a spell. So that's true. 
Uh, I didn't use the gun. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'm real glad that's not true. I didn't use the, I'm glad you didn't believe it as well. Because I wrote that and I'm like, oh, no, this is a test to see how much of a reprobate Danny thinks I really was. That's even been a reprobate. That's just a bastard. <laughs> um, and yes, I did go to school nurse with Tracy Stansfield and um, we were 13 years. Name dropper? We were 13. <laughs> we were 13 and we went in there as a joke. Like, uh, that's just pregnant and shit like that. She had her first kid when she was 15. <laughs> swear to God. I predict these he's, things. He's coming to see a show. Is he? He's been to see a show. Oh, is this the guy from... Um, uh, I think it was like in... Um, it was north of London, but not quite London. I remember you know, like, him. He was like, like yeah, 14 or 15 when he came. To yeah, show. so he'll be... What, let's do the maths. If she was 15, he'll be 15, 16, He'll be 18 now. No, sweet. So, uh, but uh, if it was, it would have been 20. It would have been 20. <laughs> <laughs> the original. Uh, but I would just fucking went in. It was just like a little bit of a just dare to ourselves. Fucking hell. Funny. Ballsy, isn't it? Very ballsy. Okay, so I won then. Have you seen what I look like as a kid now? That fucking nurse must have been looking... Because Tracy was a bit of a hottie in school now, like... <laughs> This was being like, like, oh, that 13 year old. She's one of the popular kids, you know. And uh, I just just thought the nurse was being gone. Fucking, who's this chubby bastard? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on to uh, Muggle Corner. I think we've only got time for two each. Uh, So I've got one. This is from online. So I'd like you to thank uh, Jean Forey, Fury, Flowery. You know your name. Might be Jean. Jean Fari. Jean Fari says uh, muggles say, oh, don't talk to me till I've had my morning coffee. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like putting too much emphasis on that, like cranky in the morning. Oh yeah, just look at me with my personality. It's just like, wh- that is also the most Facebooky stuff. That's as bad as, oh, Mondays. Or, or uh, you know what I call Tuesdays? Second Mondays. It's like, oh, we oh, get no. it, you hate your job. Oh, it's, it's hump day. <laughs> I just, yeah, but uh, don't get me wrong, I've, uh, I like coffee, like, I think it's fine, I don't... You can text me asking you to make your coffee this morning, Yeah, in a WhatsApp group of 11 people. <laughs> I just I just let them know that you're my bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I think also this is another thing where I've, like, I've never had a job where I have to wake up early, like, apart from the... Uh, Apart from when I was a paper referee, I had to wake up like 5am and I did have coffee then to sort of wake me up. But I wasn't like, oh, but I'll get this. I'm going to be a right Hulk. Yeah. I'll just be proper miserable, a little grouchy thing. And oh, I've changed. You know, there's little shitty yeah. internet coffee. Yeah, there's little shitty internet comics like me before coffee, me after coffee. And it's a cat with its face down on the table. And then a cat looking mad. It's like... Jesus Christ. Nah. And as well, you know, like I do like coffee and it does give us this pick me up, but I, I, it doesn't affect us that much. Mm. Like it doesn't, these people need to try drugs. <laughs> <laughs> if you fucking like the uh, memo uh, that you get off coffee. Uh, don't, oh, don't talk to me until I've had my morning line. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, don't worry, if you work at a job and I feel, it's not the fact that you do need your morning coffee. I'm not saying, and I don't think Gene's saying, that is muggly. That's not muggly. If you're up in the morning, you need your coffee. Oh, love, you fucking do it. I love going to the leisure centre straight at the cafe, get me coffee. The problem the is, side. is you just letting everyone know that you're having a heart. Like, because if you're saying that, don't talk to me until I have my morning coffee. You're talking to someone else who is also up early in the morning. And you're just being like, my life's harder. Yeah. My life's harder. Yeah. Yeah, that's dickish, isn't it? Yeah. So that's why I would, I would agree that that is... Dev. I feel like you're just you're adding a personality trait to your life. I'm not a morning person, like, but I 
they couldn't inflict it on anyone oh, else. No. I saw you at granddad's funeral, didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not a morning person. More cheerful. Um, yeah, so... Still somehow you got morning wood. Was <laughs> <laughs> um, the pole bearer? I don't know how that made us hard. <laughs> <laughs> Depends who Paul is. Do you remember there was a wrestler called Paul Bearer? Aye, he was the Undertaker's dad. Is he? Oh no, he's Paul Bearer. <laughs> Probably the Undertaker. Nice, is he? He was the Undertaker. <laughs> I think we've got to the worst riff we've ever had in this podcast. <laughs> it was the worst. Right. Um, so that's a muggle corner. I think so. Like, uh, acting like the Hulk until you've had your morning coffee. Like, don't talk to me. Like, fucking, oh, oh, look how much my mood changed. I've had my coffee now. You can talk to me. Aye. Right, okay, muggles. Uh, muggles actively rebel against Facebook trends like they're too mature for them like oh what's this self on a shelf thing like oh it's fucking boring I mean you can't oh, say that but then we're both in the corner because see people that do those fucking coloured Facebook statuses yeah. we've actively rebelled against those for two years now yeah that's, that, that's a little bit fucking self-righteous rather than just like a funny silly trend though and yes I do agree that we're being muggly because you can just ignore that people put oh, yeah. a flag on the Facebook status you can call them a muggle you can call yeah. us muggles for calling them it no. but this uh, being that like um just rinsing like I saw, I saw Matty was doing it like, and it's very muggly what Matty's been doing yeah so you've heard of uh, Elf on the Shelf here is uh, like oh yeah so there's one where it was me in a sewer and it was it was me on a pie spe- spe- uh, spear, spear in a, in a sewer, sewer carrot on a pie Gareth Watt on a pirate carrot on a pirate I don't think that was actually it, but that was my funnier answer. Yeah, so you've done like a handful of them, but then uh, somebody like posted an article about like, oh, now there's boring meme on your screen. And like, you used it one of like, you uh, still did it. Like, he did what Matty was doing. Well, you, still jo- Matty, yeah, you still joined in. You still did it. Like, you, uh, you just fucking fired that gun in both directions. You mm. took yourself out with a bullet. Yeah, it's okay. You did it. It's okay to not be involved in banter. Like, people being like, oh, God, I fucking hate this trend. It's the equivalent of, like, walking down the street, seeing a bunch of people in the park laughing and being like, it's not funny! I don't get it! I think it's shit! And then walking away being like, told those youths. Yeah, I think anybody that's, like, rising above something. You're just being a joy dampener. Rising above something and being, like, uh, like outwardly. But to be fair, to be fair, that point there, that is exactly what we're doing in Muggle Corner, though. (laughs) This is us actively rising above most things. So I think if you're putting this... We're taking ourselves out with the same bullet. Yeah. I am doing such a hypocritical fucking podcast. We're all guilty. If you're going to put that in, then we are both in the corner. I hope you know that. Like, yeah. I do agree, because it's it's the same thing we discussed last week, is people who proudly exclaim about don't watching certain TV shows, it's the same sort of virtue signaling, I'm better than you because I'm, I'm much more intelligent than this bit that I deem unintelligent or subpar, and I'll agree with that on that, but we, you and I, are definitely did in you, the... Did you see Dave Longley's? You've hmm. heard on the, elf, on the shelf, and now, and he posted a picture of, like, a, a drawn of two people having sex, and he had pointed at him. Me, and then your mum. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Longley is a belter comedian. If you can get the chance to follow him on Twitter, I strongly recommend oh, you do. Facebook and Twitter are so good. He's fucking he baits people. He does that, like, that line where we know he's joking, but it's pitched in a way that like, it doesn't yeah. look like he's Dave, joking. Dave Longley he goes, is... He goes fishing for trolls. It's masterful. Yeah, but, so Dave Longley is a left-wing person, but he will absolutely troll the left with all the hypocrisies. Oh, and mate, point. he puts out like stats that help the right. Yeah. Like, while being left-leaning. Because... because because he, because, like, he puts a balanced like, view on it. Like, because he knows he's friends with comedians on Facebook, so he knows the best way to... And all comedians are left-wing, mostly. Uh, and he just puts that out just to bait them, and I think it's absolutely fucking hysterical. My uh, next one from my corner, and I feel really strongly about this one, right? 
but is I don't this know. Another one of Jean's. No, no, Jean's. this is mine. But I feel I don't know if this. Is, I feel very strongly about this, but I don't know if it's just because I'm also a grub, right? Muggles comment if your shirt isn't ironed. Yeah. Like the amount of fucking times, right? If I'm gonna like, don't get me wrong. If I'm at a wedding, a funeral, something when some part of someone's life is dying, fine. Oh, but. I don't iron my clothes. I, j- I don't iron them. I tumble dry them. They've got creases. Who gives a shit? Like, the reason I'm wearing clothes isn't to look attractive. It's the reason I'm wearing clothes is because if I don't, I'll go to jail. Like, if <laughs> get I. cold. Yeah, I'll get freezing cold. People, the amount of times, like, I'll be at a gig at the stand, people are like, you didn't iron your shirt? And I'm like, I've been doing this for 10 fucking years. If they're looking at my shirt during any point during this show, I'm a shit comic. Like, it's just such a. I, it's like, oh my god. Uh, I get the same shit for not wearing matching socks. Like, they're like, you're not wearing matching socks. It's like, I don't pair my socks. No. Right? See, when I'm, after I've done the washing up and hanging everything up, right, I fold the stuff ish in the way that I think clothes are folded. I throw them in the thing and I don't pair my socks because I've got a fucking Nintendo Switch. I'm busy. Yeah, pairing socks means nothing to anybody. Like, oh, but it's the matter, people like, that point. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, I would never comment on someone else's, like, fuck it. You've got a hole in your shirt right now. I've not mentioned that until right now. There we are. I've got there a big old stain here because just a, a stain I would understand. Like, oh, uh, well, I saw I saw you had a stain. That, is that the same type as last night? No. The gate top you were wearing last night had a little spillage off your cider on it. I did. And I went, "What's that?" And pointed at your chest, and you looked at his like do you think I'm going to fall for that in a million years? Yeah. And you actually had a stain on your top. And I just went away and it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember, did you think I was trying to get you? No. I was I still pointing do. out a stain. No, I still do. <laughs> I still do, no. I genuinely... I'll never, I'll never trust an, you again after I, the geese incident. I did an earnest, what's that? <laughs> pointing at the stain on your top. Yeah, I did an earnest, pull my finger and it cracked. <laughs> <laughs> I just think this, like, I, I get it so often because I'd never, I'm like... You know, I, I quite like wearing shirts, right? Like, I bought a couple of nice uh, linen ones. Oh, by the way, I want to clarify, this is t-shirts, not shirts. Shirts, uh, I understand you probably... Should, I still don't iron shirts, I don't know what... Because the thing with shirts is I like wearing them, but I'm not going to iron one if I have... Like, if I have to iron it to wear it, I'm just not wearing it. Aye. It's like, I'd love to wear shirts more often, but they come with admin, fuck that noise. Aye. Like, I don't need to look good as much as I need to not be ironing. Yeah, and I, I also... I tr- like, if, if, if you're basing your opinion on me, on the state my clothes are in, we're not going to be mates. Like, yes. that shows me how deep your judgement of character goes compared to mine. Yeah, I'm so not fashionable though. Like, I, like I clothes mean quite a lot to some people. Now I really like it when they do. Like, fucking, like, uh, Carl Donnelly's like really selective about. I love the way, and I like watching him being good at like picking his wardrobe and like presenting himself as like the avatar that he wants to be mm. presented as. I'm like, oh fuck, I kind of when I watch someone like Carl, I'm like, I kind of wish I had that like uh, drive to look good. Because like, I, I do think it like, helps the way the world responds to you. Oh, sometimes but I just don't have that drive. Like, I just fucking put on a plain T-shirt and a pair of jeans. All right, the first time I wear a shirt is the be- time I feel best. I'm like, man, this is good. I went through about six months where I did, you know, iron everything. And I was like, I do feel, like, pretty hot. I feel like, a little bit... I just couldn't give a shit. I just got bored of it. I was just like, it's not worth yeah. it. I think, like, now that... You know what? Now that I've started listening to audiobooks, I might be a bit more on ironing oh, because right. I've been loving just making my eggs in the morning with my headphones on oh, yeah. I like mine with a kiss <laughs> <laughs> I like mine with a twix right what's your next one oh, sorry you're agreeing that's in the corner what was it again uh, muggles comment if your oh, clothes right. aren't ironed yeah uh, definitely yes. it's not their business oh, yeah. <laughs> right if, if it bothers you that much you fucking yeah, iron it he has a little trick right you use the tumble dryer mostly don't you oh, yeah. Yeah, if you hang your clothes up uh, just like, get them when the washing machine's just finished and yeah. just Wap them out, yeah. And they, they come when he tells them that saves it. I had a little 
little life, life hack. hack that everybody already knows. <laughs> um, Muggles say you've got too much time on your hands when you do something creative. Like if it's something like silly, like make a little video, no. or like make a like meme or something like that. Aye. Couldn't pay something. It's like, you've got too much time on your hands, you're like, yeah, that's why I did this. Uh-huh. Like, I was doing, instead of you just sitting there watching the other season of Love Island. Uh, you've, got, you've got kids. How much time you got in your hands to have yeah. kids? Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, I don't have enough time on my hands to have kids. Yeah, Ima- yeah imagine, imagine, like, your kid comes in, like, my mommy, I drew a picture of the house. you got too much time on your hands. Get back down the mines. You go. <laughs> <laughs> Get out the chimney. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just think that like, I think that you should have enough time to do silly little creative things. Aye. Can I like, put together little videos on your phone? Just knock something up. Like, be creative, do something. Like that. That isn't like a misuse of time. That is what time is should be used for. It makes you happy. It brings you joy. It brings other people joy if you get it right. When we were doing uh, all of our little Instagram story videos of us being like, oh, playing all oh, there he is Someone messaged me on Instagram being like, you post too many Instagram story videos. I'm like, don't watch them then. Like we. What do you want? Like, I'm, I'm playing a fucking game online. I'm filming it. It's fully up to you. Yeah. It was like, do I have too much time on my hand? You've got the time to fucking watch the shit. And complain. Yeah, like, yeah, you've got more. Like, you've watched the thing I did. And you can skip shit as well. Like, sometimes I'll be scrolling through, and then sometimes it'll just be, like, someone playing with their kids, right? And they, f- fair enough. People want to see that, right? People want to, like, they family following. Well, I don't want to see a picture of your right. kids. And I'll just, like, skim through it, and then I'll see someone doing something dumb. And I'm like, ah, I'm in the dumb shit. Like, right. you can pick and choose what you watch. Aye. So. I think it's, uh... Yeah, again, it's another form of like virtue signaling that, like, oh man, if I had the time you did, I'd be spending it wiser. You're on Facebook, shut the fuck up. Yeah. What are you on about? You're not using your time wisely. He's None of us are. Oh, right. So let's go through those. We all, I think, all four got in. Yeah. So the rules here is if you are susceptible to, sorry, if you do any of these muggly things, it doesn't make you a full muggle, but you do are a bit of a muggle so you have to punish yourself by standing in muggle corner which is any corner the nearest one to you for 30 seconds uh, so muggles say don't talk to me till I've had my morning coffee tomorrow morning go have your morning coffee in the corner you fucking muggle just sit in there and yeah, be no like no talk to you yeah. so look at, oh look at that muggle doing his sentence right, go over there and just right, go be grumpy in the corner until you've had it and so you can be a pleasant person to the rest of the world uh, and muggles comment if your shirt isn't ironed if you're that fussed by how unironed my clothes are iron them for me yeah you've got too much time on your hands <laughs> <laughs> yeah muggles say you've got too much time on your hands when you do something creative Aye. that's right now I you know what you've got too much time on your hands if you iron on your shit what fucking time you got on your hands that you iron shit can you not be making a video yeah. or playing Mario Kart if you're a muggle you've got too much time on your hands so go spend some of that time 30 seconds in the corner you fucking muggle yes and also uh, actively rebelled against Facebook trends which we're in the corner for Ooh, I'm 100% in the so corner for that we do that some of the trends are shit like but Alright, finally on to your dad jokes. Do you want to go first? Yes. Oh, i got one here. <laughs> your dad pours his Capri Sun into a glass. <laughs> your dad is convinced he can't go on a cruise because loose lips sink ships and your mum's fanny's massive. <laughs> <laughs> your dad always chases the postman back down the street and gives him the post back and said, you dropped this. <laughs> <laughs> and then twerks. <laughs> uh, your dad's been spayed. <laughs> Knew that. Your dad practiced kick-ups in the school playground without a ball whilst you were in class. <laughs> Wait. Your dad had a dream that he was eating a giant marshmallow and when he woke up he was disappointed to find out he was still married to your mum. <laughs> your dad sells lollipops in the ladies' toilets. <laughs> uh, 
Your dad is in court order, which means he can't play as Baby Peach or Baby Mario in Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> your, your dad goes out drinking with his mates in the woods, and one day he got caught, he got caught in a rabbit snare, and he got stuck, and his mates threw cocks all over him with a sharpie and left him there. He's still there. <laughs> is that what he is? I thought he left my mum. <laughs> uh, your dad goes to the strippers with Monopoly money. <laughs> Your dad thinks that the boy in the striped pyjamas could have been a more uplifting movie if they'd used laughing gas. <laughs> uh, your dad is the only person that's never shouted, Linda! <laughs> Linda! Your dad cried when you were born because he wanted a games room and it all hinged on a complication in your birth. <laughs> no. But yeah, it's true. <laughs> your, dad's call, your dad calls licking stamps rimming old Lizzie. <laughs> So do we all now. So do we all. Your dad sends himself Valentine's cards on the 15th of February when it's cheaper. <laughs> Your dad is U-G-L-Y. He ain't got no alibi. He ugly. Hey, hey, he ugly. And a genetic. <laughs> Skips a generation. Your dad, your dad mushes his uh, worming tablets into his mac and cheese to trick himself into eating them. <laughs> yeah. Your dad is just a small town girl living in a lonely world. He took the midnight train going anywhere. That's who the song's about. <laughs> that song by Glee. He's <laughs> <laughs> making people mad. Muggles going, it was Journey. It was Journey. Uh, your, your dad uses Mac Cable as a skipping rope with boxer size. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back again. Your dad's back, and he legally has to tell the neighbours he's on the register. <laughs> <laughs> Are you done? That was it. Oh, I've got one more. What? Bonus one. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies kiss their fingers and point to the sky whenever they mention your mum's name in honour of the sacrifice she's made to keep them all safe. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy, dad. Bye. <laughs> We are on tour Uh, Tonight, which you won't know uh, We're in Burnham because this goes out on Thursday So on Thursday, the day you're listening to this We will be in Aberdeen at the Lemon Tree Which is, I'm almost certain Is sold out, but uh, get online Or phone because there still might be a few Tickets left, same goes for Inverness on Saturday At Eden Court, that is pretty much uh, No, is that a Friday? Oh yeah, sorry, Friday, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Thursday Aberdeen Thursday Aberdeen Friday uh, All the way around Inverness Google it No no I'm definitely Google right uh, Saturday Dundee At the fucking Garden Garden Centre I don't know what the fuck it's called <laughs> That's almost sold out And same goes for uh, Sunday in Newcastle Stand And while we're here I'm going to have a little plug Right So after the stand gig In Newcastle uh, You're going back to Scotland We've got one day off I'm going to hang around And launch the Punch Drunk Run Mm -hmm. So I'm going to host The Punch Drunk Run Of Rob Deering Gareth Walk Off And and Eddie Brimson So it's a fucking It's a mint lineup. It's going to be banging And then Andrew Stanley Replaces me in Blythe On Tuesday And on Ashton On Wednesday So Punch Drunk's going to be on All week Um, Monday Sorry, the, the Blythe and Ashton gigs are selling pretty, uh, really good because that's how they do. Um, the Cromlet ones, uh, it's it's going a little bit slower, but this is this is the one I'm on, not Stanley. Right. So I need to rally some troops right. to go on Team Humphreys. 
So I can laugh at Stanley and say, ha ha, we've got the bigger crowd. Yeah. And we're also off to like Cambridge and Lincoln and we're coming more down south next week. So go online, uh, keep uh, tweeting us uh, suggestions for uh, Muggle Corner or games that you want to hear us play in the podcast. Please keep recommending to friends because we're getting a lot of new listeners and that is down to you lot. So thank you very much for that. Uh, apart from that, love you lots. See you on tour. See you on tour and see you on Monday. Love you, bye. Bye, Muggins out. <laughs>